You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 136. Hey, bitches. What is up, you guys? It's your girl, Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Hope you guys are having an incredible day. Today, I wanted to sit down and I wanted to do a bitchy quickie, okay? A bitchy quickie. I try to make these episodes like 15, 20 minutes, max 15, honestly, if we're being honest. So I wanted to do a little short episode, a quick bitchy quickie, if you will, on FaceTime sex, okay? So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so to give you guys a little background, 2020 was the first time I ever got a sex toy, and it was like at the beginning of 2020. I never owned a sex toy until that moment. I was definitely a use-my-hands type of gal. I was so, 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 so new to the world of sex toys for the longest time that I actually had no idea what else was out there for like months. And then as I discovered more and I learned more and all of this, I was actually opened up to like a whole new world. And it's not to say that I didn't know sex toys existed. It's not that I was had these blinders on, if you will, where I was like, mm, nope, nobody uses sex toys. I didn't. I Everybody was raving. I knew. But I just hadn't like taken that leap for myself. So as I started to kind of get more into it, I was opened up to a whole new world, baby. I really was. <laughs> Since then, we've done a couple episodes where we've done like sex toy showdown episodes. I've ranked all of them. I've talked about my new ones that I've gotten. We've also talked about long distance relationship sex toys. We have a whole episode on that too. Lots of cool like tech advances in sex toys. I've actually gone so, so, so in the deep end of sex toys and I love them. And I think they're so cool. And obviously, if you follow me on Instagram or you've listened to a couple of the other podcast episodes, I am starting my own sex toy company. So now I'm very like with the shits. (laughs) There are so many options, like I said, for things like long distance relationship sex toys. But here's the question though. What about sex on FaceTime? Here's the thing. I literally never thought that I would ever be a person to have sex on FaceTime. I actually remember somebody asking this to me. They're like, oh, what about like sex on FaceTime? I was like, absolutely fucking not. Like literally thinking of it struck like fear into my heart. I was like, there is no way that I'm about to like put my pussy on FaceTime. And so... I literally was like, nah, this is not going to work for me. I can't do this. This is like terrifying. Here's the thing too, though, is like, I'm fine with like a Snapchat video or a nude or that type of thing. And also too, we're on the topic. I've said this in the send nude episodes before, but men, please, please send us a cum shot video with the sound on. Thank you so much. Okay. But like I said, I'm, I'm good with a video. I'm good with a nude. I'm good with the photos. I'm good with those types of things, but I have never dove into the deep end of full-on live sex through a phone. And I mean that in lots of ways. Obviously, this is about FaceTime specifically, but like I have never done like phone sex. I have never done FaceTime sex. Well, I have now, but like phone sex, that kind of thing. It like makes me nervous thinking about having phone sex. I feel like I would just run out of things to say. I would know how to be sexy. That's actually like the thoughts that I had about FaceTime sex because I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What happens when I come and they don't? Like what what happens? And then I was just like in analysis paralysis of it. And I was just like, nah, fuck that. I will literally never have sex on FaceTime, but hear me out bitches. Okay. This is the only thing that I truly am willing to give LA man credit for. And if you listen to the, he said, ask Andrew episode, or if you have not, you don't know about LA man and you need to listen to the episode because it was fucking catastrophic. But the thing that I will give LA man credit for is making me feel comfortable enough to have sex on 
FaceTime. And we did it a couple times before we even met. And it was actually very, very good. So shout out to him for that one thing specifically besides that fuck that man. But I wanted to share with you guys kind of what I've learned if you ever want to implement it or you're like, "Mm, maybe I'll have sex on FaceTime or maybe somebody's asking you about it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But here are the logistics. Here are my thoughts. First of all, headphones are a must. A must point blank period. I don't care if you live alone or if you don't live alone or whatever. Headphones. Please. That's just like, it's just a must. Okay. But next though, you really have to think to yourself, like what turns you on for me personally, I'm a very like words oriented person and I like a verbal partner or like a partner that makes sound. I cannot stand sleeping with someone or hooking up with someone who is silent. I personally feed off of the gratification of them making noises or them like having a reaction. And when there's no reaction, I'm like, okay, well you clearly aren't enjoying this. So like, It's making me feel bad. And, you know, that that could not be the case and it has not been the case. But I am personally a person who needs the verbal part, who needs the words, who needs the reaction. And so when I'm telling that to people or when I'm sexting or whatever, like I really feel like they get the vibe for it. But like I said, you really have to think about what turns you on. So are you a visual person? Are you also a words person? Like what turns you on? And then from there, you have to figure out how you can incorporate it into the FaceTime sex that you're having so that it's actually good. (laughs) So for me personally, like when I'm having sex on FaceTime, I need the other person talking to me because that's what gets me there. Like I said, I'm a verbal, I'm a like a words, I'm all of those types of things person. On the other hand, more often than not, I would say men are visual people. So they want to see you fucking yourself. They want to see, like I said, your pussy on FaceTime. They want to see that type of thing versus like hear about it. And honestly, that worked out perfectly for me and LA man because he wanted to watch and I wanted to listen. And I was like, perfect. So listen, I literally dead ass put my phone on a tripod. I popped my headphones in because, you know, we are a a headphone stand over here. Popped my headphones in, leaned the fuck back. It was, (laughs) I kid you not, pussy to FaceTime dead the fuck ass pussy to FaceTime. And it worked out great. And so you guys know this if you are religious listeners to the podcast, but if you don't, I will inform you. Um, I personally am an internally stimulated person when it comes to sex. That means I can come from internal penetration and not just external, which is like clitoral stimulation. I also too like can get myself there if I'm masturbating. I love a clit stim. We've talked about this before. I love like a clit sucker type of vibe. And I can do that for myself when I I'm masturbating. However, I feel like when I'm trying to simulate sex on FaceTime, I'm choosing like the insertable option every time. If that's a dildo, if that's like a double-ended type of like G-spot vibrator, whatever it is, I'm choosing the insertable option because most often than not, like I said, lots of men are visual. So it's visually appealing if your partner is visually stimulated and it also gets me off personally. So like, it's like a win-win for me moment. And I think too, like maybe you're not an internally stimulated person, you're externally stimulated person. So that means like you're a clitoral stimulated person. I think that you really can talk to your partner about this and we'll get into this in a little bit, but you can talk to your partner about like what really turns you on type of thing. You almost can have like turns because both of you don't have to be doing everything all at once, right? Your partner could be visually stimulated and they would maybe want you to like finger yourself or whatever. And you're like, this doesn't, isn't really doing it for me, but I know it's doing it for you. So we can do this first. And then you make me come second. Like that 
type of thing. There is obviously ways to do it. But for me personally, like I said, I'm internally stimulated. So it works out great for me. But I love, like I said, I love a good cum shot moment. So I'm obviously like, I'm watching, but for the most part, like, like I said, I'm like leaned back headphones in and he's just enjoying the show type of thing. And I am enjoying it in my ears, but I do love a good cum shot moment. I have said that before. So obviously I am watching when that happens. And when that happens, I channel my inner porn star ad. I think we all know (laughs) which ones we're talking about. If you've literally watched porn ever in your life where they're all like sitting up and their legs are everywhere or whatever, I channel my inner porn star and I prop myself up at the end while still being visually stimulating, aka still having some type of insertable situation going on. And I watch and then we're done. (laughs) And so here's the thing. The key to sex on FaceTime is comfortability. If you are not comfortable with your partner or your partner is not comfortable with you or you guys are not comfortable talking about sex or sharing about sex or doing any of those things, it's not going to be enjoyable for literally either of you because you're both going to be uncomfortable. Both of you probably aren't going to be able to come. It's going to be weird. You don't know how to like come back from that. The whole thing really comes down to being comfortable with your partner. And here's the thing too. I really think that there is a build to FaceTime sex. I'm not out here saying, here are the steps. I mean, I kind of am. These are the steps, but I wouldn't like match with somebody on Tinder and like be having FaceTime sex with them within the hour. Like it just like doesn't work like that. I don't even think I would do that. I actually, like I said, I've never done that with any of my actual boyfriends, any of my more serious type of situationships, none of them, none of them. I've never had FaceTime sex with them. Like I said, I am definitely not above like a good Snapchat nude or a video or anything like that. Sexting, whatever. (laughs) I'm really not above any of that, but I've never had FaceTime sex because I think that I've never just like felt comfortable enough with someone besides a layman, evidently. (laughs) But I really think there is a build to FaceTime sex. And my kind of like perception on it is you can kind of start with the flirty messages. So when you kind of get past like the regular chit chat conversations and you start flirting and maybe it's not like super sexual, but it is kind of more on the flirtatious vibe. And maybe you take the next step to a little bit more sexual. And then maybe you take the next step to like full on sexting. And then you take the next step to something like a nude. And now you're like sending nudes back and forth and you're sexting and you're having these building blocks. Then you take it to something like a Snapchat video or like a regular phone text video. Honestly, can we just talk about that? I think that Snapchat is so superior for nudes, but that's also really the only thing that I use it for. I would way rather send Snapchats uh, like when I'm sexting, then do it in an iMessage, regardless if that person has an iPhone or not. I just don't like it. I would rather keep it all on Snapchat and then still text you like outside of it. I actually think the winning combo is sexting on iMessage and then visually like sending nudes, sending videos, all of that on Snapchat. And I think that it's because I personally, like I said, I'm very like words oriented. So if we're sexting, but we're sexting on Snapchat, I want to be able to like go back and read it later. I don't want to have to like save it all on my Snapchat and do all those things. So like that's in my personal opinion, the superior combo, but y'all didn't ask me for that. But The building blocks, like I said, we can start with the flirty messages, escalate to sexting, to nudes, to videos. And then 
it escalates to FaceTime sex. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, there's a lot of people that I have been seeing. There's a lot of people I've had serious ass relationships with, like years and years types of relationships with that I've never done this with. And I actually think it's very surprising because I had a fiance who lived in a different country and we didn't even have FaceTime sex. And so the thing is... I really feel like before you can escalate from the the nudes and the Snapchats and all that to FaceTime sex, you guys actually have to be comfortable talking on FaceTime. That is something that I think my current age group maybe a little bit older than me just because I'm 25 and I really fall into like that zillennial category where I have those millennial-esque elements but also very much the Gen Z elements and so FaceTime is not a foreign concept to me but people who are only like a couple years older than me are like fuck FaceTime like why would I literally ever do that and then on the flip side my sister who is like 15 years old is always on FaceTime. I see like all young people. I say young people. I'm not 25. I see all people who are like significantly younger than me all on FaceTime and it's not weird for them versus like my elder millennial friends who are like, I literally would never, ever, ever FaceTime my friends unless I was dying. And then the pandemic hit and then, you know, we kind of got more used to video chats and whatever, but you literally obviously have to be comfortable with whoever you intend to have FaceTime sex with on FaceTime, just talking about normal things. Can you guys actually carry a conversation on FaceTime for like more than five minutes? Can you guys actually have stimulating conversation where like you guys are talking to each other, where it's not like weird and awkward and there's no pauses? And also too, like, can you have FaceTimes where one person isn't like doing something and talking to you? Like, can you actually sit down and simulate a conversation, you know, like across from someone? And I think that's really important because like I said, if you're awkward on just the regular FaceTime, you're definitely going to be awkward when you're having FaceTime sex because you're going to feel weird, especially if you don't FaceTime a ton. You're going to be like, what the fuck? This is all so new to me all at once. It's overwhelming. I don't want to do this X, Y, Z. Okay. Because like I said, you, you really have to be comfortable with just talking about normal things. The first FaceTime, I feel like it shouldn't be FaceTime sex unless like you're with it. Unless you're like bold and confident and like all these things, cool. But I feel like for the most part, for most people, the first FaceTime really shouldn't be sex and you shouldn't like try to force it. If you're not comfortable with it, that's like another thing. You really just have to be comfortable above all else. That is the number one lesson I've learned about having sex on FaceTime. You have to be comfortable. You have to be comfortable FaceTiming them just normally. Headphones are a must. I also would put out there that maybe a tripod is also a vibe because there is nothing kind of more awkward than doing something than having your phone fall over and then you're interrupting you and them and it's just like not really a vibe. So maybe either having a really stable support system for your phone or picking up a tripod, whatever it is, I think they're pretty inexpensive on Amazon. So if you plan to be having a lot of FaceTime sex with your long distance person, that that could be an option for you. But like I said, comfortability above all else is the key to having sex on FaceTime. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the bitchy quickie all on FaceTime sex. Like I said, I've only ever done this with one person, so I'm not an expert, but I thought I would come on here and I would chat chat about it a little bit because I don't know, I feel like when I was asked it, I was like, oh my God, what do I do now? And then the resources on like how to have sex on FaceTime are just horrible. So I just wanted to share my own little experience about having sex on FaceTime, what I've learned so far. Who knows if I do it again, maybe we'll do an updated bitchy quickie or maybe I'll talk about it in a different episode. But those are my tips currently on how to have sex on FaceTime and how to also make it enjoyable and not fucking weird. 
That is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on Instagram and tag me at HeyBitchesPodcast. I would love to chat shit in the DMs with you guys about today's episode. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to Hey Bitches wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are an Apple podcast listener, make sure to give the show a five-star rating and review. It really helps me out and I would really appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have an incredible day. And for now, bye-bye, bitch.